You're listening to Music Road's DIY Musician Podcast, episode number three, your road to navigating the music industry as a DIY musician. The purpose of this podcast is to provide bite-sized, actionable marketing strategies so you can create music, grow your fan base, and pay the bills. My name is Krizel, and I'm a music marketing strategist for independent musicians. After getting my MBA in music business, I decided to start Music Road as a passion project to equip DIY musicians and help them turn their daydreams into reality. Today, I'll be talking about myth number two from the first episode, which is the only way you can be successful is with a major record label. This simply isn't true anymore. Some people make music to make it big. Their vision of success is defined by the artists they admire whose life is filled with endless adoration and attention, deep money pockets, exotic vacations, and a luxury lifestyle. The pursuit of a music career is often associated with this end goal. I mean, why wouldn't it be? It seems like a really fun lifestyle. But this isn't enough to succeed in the music industry. It lacks drive, true passion, and smart strategies. Unfortunately, this kind of dream is like trying to win the lottery. And I call musicians that pursue a career like this lottery musicians. With so much sonic competition, artists are frequently asking, how do I stand out? And then they feel overwhelmed by the competition, tirelessly promoting their music without strategy, hoping for a stroke of luck and random discovery. In the first episode, I mentioned that getting discovered is like winning the lottery. Much worse, Even if you are signed, record labels aren't obligated to get an album out of you. In fact, only 0.2% of those signed manage to dodge the bullet of being dropped by a label. In other words, that means 99.8% of major acts fail. Even more, 99% of the acts signed never even get to release an album. The ever-changing music industry demands a change in our own strategy and how we promote our music. The lottery musician has little odds of succeeding like the big name artists today. With an oversaturated sonic space, earning a career as the next huge hit is like finding a needle in a haystack. Trying to go for viral music is not the solution, and frankly, this method hardly ever works. But earning a career in the music industry is still very possible, it just looks different. Instead of being the lottery musician, you'll need to be the opportunist musician. I'll explain. Truly standing out in the music industry requires a paradigm shift in the way you think about and share your music. With how easy it is to create and share music, it is also becoming easy to develop your own career online without deep ad budgets and a record label. The key is to create digestible goals one step at a time without becoming overwhelmed. This means being deliberate and specific with your planning. Even with who you reach will need to be very specific. The key difference is that instead of trying to reach the masses with the build it and they will come mentality, think about specific markets you'd like to reach. The truth is you don't need millions of fans to make a six figure income. First, let's say you have $50 worth of product that an average adoring fan could purchase. If you want to start generating $50,000 in revenue, you'll need 1,000 superfans. With millions congregating on social media platforms, 1,000 seems doable, right? Musicians that see this potential and strategize it well to their advantage are called opportunist musicians. 
The difference between a lottery musician and an opportunist musician is that the opportunist musician understands exactly who they're reaching and how. For example, a lottery musician might want to be a country pop musician, performing everywhere they possibly can, but hardly gain any traction while losing money on touring and no promotion plan. An opportunist musician might specifically market themselves as a new age indie pop singer-songwriter based in Seattle who is lyrically like Bon Iver, but sonically like St. Vincent. Do you see the difference? The opportunist musician has specificity in genre, location, and even musicians they may relate to. This helps you understand who to target, where, and how. The lottery musician gets lost in the overwhelm of competition and planning. As a result, there's no strategy and requires deep pockets of cash in order to garner any significant exposure. The opportunist musician in our example, on the other hand, might start with independent blogs to get featured. They might exclusively choose specific coffee shops to perform where their target fan might hang out in. The reason this works is because they've developed an understanding of their specific fan and know how to make it easy to earn guaranteed buy-in while the lottery musician chooses a random venue to perform to random people to earn just a possibility of buy-in. Defining a specific niche to maximize your opportunity not only helps with growing your fan base, but it allows you to create profitable merchandise, organize successful tours, and help you engage better with your fans. For your own music, consider how you can continue to define your fans. When you do this, also consider how your music brand, and social media caters to your fans. This not only improves your content for your specific fan, but it also helps them feel more connected with you. To get started, I have a freebie for you. It's a five-step checklist to help define your niche and improve your marketing strategies. Just go to musicroad.co slash three, and that's the number three for that free download. Until then, thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.